Hi listeners, I hope you're all hanging in there this week. I know we're in the middle of some stressful and uncertain times. I do welcome you though to this season of Look to See Me, a podcast that invites you to look closer at the lives of people around you and to take time to really hear their stories. I'm Chris Peppel and today I'm going to talk about what matters in life sometimes. We are all faced with so many choices this year. Choices that not only affect our lives, but that also affect the lives of people around us. Okay, now I admit it, I'm sentimental. And during these times, I reflect upon small things that make such a huge difference in life when we seem to be faced with so much brokenness. Now, I also love writing, and I like to use fiction to reflect upon reality. Today, I'm going to share a short story that I wrote many years ago. Now, I chose this story today because of some news stories that have really touched my heart. Um, With everything else going on in the news these days, some stories are just still being repeated over and over again. And these particular stories I'm talking about are stories of domestic abuse. I've seen so many news articles over the past couple of weeks about stories of women losing their lives when they have already warned people that they were being abused. Stories of women leaving and struggling financially and struggling to keep their children healthy during those times. I hope this story reminds us to be bearers of hope and love for people. I hope this story reminds us to sit at the table with people and really listen. I hope this story reminds us of how important love is. Yeah, there's great big things we need. Uh, We need people to help us fight legal battles, to stand up to bring changes to our healthcare industry so medical debt isn't so overwhelming. We need people to be allies and stand with us in court. We need people to help us find financial assistance to get our feet on the ground. But overall, truly, love matters. When we're weary from the battles, we need to feel loved at the end of the day. I mean, all people need to feel loved. All people need to feel loved. Love heals. This story is called Rocks and Watermelon Seeds. I can't believe Caitlin is moving. She has lived in this tiny apartment for six years with her two girls. I still remember the day they moved in. It sure was a hot one. I think we went through three pitchers of lemonade that day. Moving her in was easy in some ways. I mean, she didn't have much at all. We had fun organizing it, though, and deciding which picture would hang in which room. Six years ago, I really wasn't sure she was going to make it. Trying to get away from her husband had been a rough process. It was hard for me to accept how difficult it could be to get away from an abusive person. The process of leaving, though, had wiped out her finances, her energy, and her self-esteem. When she moved into the Mountain View Apartments, she had very few resources to rely on. I'm glad I can rely on you, she said, as she smiled at the end of the moving day. My thoughts were betraying her, though, even as she spoke. I didn't think she was going to make it. I remember when the girls first saw their new apartment. They thought they were rich. Look, Emily squealed, we have a place to live in with two swimming pools. And it's a huge building. They even have a playground here. 
We live close to bunnies, Emma giggled as she watched two bunnies hop just out of sight of their patio. I had picked out this place for them because it seemed so tranquil, just the opposite of the chaos they were fleeing from. It felt good to see them smiling, even though I knew all three were nervous about the move and all of the changes they faced in their lives. The first few months seemed to move so slowly. Caitlin struggled to get a job and find childcare for the girls. Affordable childcare seemed impossible to find. I kept the girls for as much as I could, and she managed to hire somewhat affordable sitters for other days. She finally got on as a teacher's aide in a private school nearby. With the help of a few people from the community, she enrolled the girls there so they could all be together. Oh, they needed that so much. It was a gift to all three of them just to have those worries lifted off their shoulders. I still wondered if Caitlin was going to make it, though. She had so much to learn about life. Her questions were endless at times. I swayed between wanting to teach her and wanting to shut her up at times. Her needs and her questions overwhelmed me every once in a while. I tried to hang in there with her, though. Teach me how to do their hair, Caitlin asked one day. Sure, we'll do it one day, I responded as I kept picking up the books the girls have been reading. When I looked up, Caitlin was sitting patiently with a brush. I realized she meant right then. She was trying to get them ready for their open house at school. I knew Emily and Emma's hair usually needed brushing, but it had never dawned on me that Caitlin had never been shown how to really take care of their hair. I remembered some old brettes I had in my daughter's room. I brought those down and we spent the next half hour making each girl look and feel adorable. We were all giggling when we were done. The next few years seemed to pass quickly. Caitlin worked so hard to keep her family going and growing. She babysat for neighbors a couple of evenings a week so she could set aside a little money for the future. She usually managed to get through each month, even though it was a struggle at times. I grew to love my time with her girls. I actually began to look forward to their days off from school so we could sneak away to the library or the park. I also learned to handle Caitlin's questions a lot better. At times, I can even say I enjoyed them. It was fun to see her learn. When we were apart, I always came back and shared my adventures with all three of them. I brought back books and CDs for them when I traveled. Even though Caitlin always seemed appreciative for what I did, it never seemed enough to me. I wanted to do so much more. If I could have three wishes, I would have wished for Caitlin to have more money to survive on, more time to rest, and more chances to travel with her girls. I never could make all of their problems disappear, though. Caitlin still faced legal issues because of her ex-husband. He seemed to be constantly trying to disrupt their lives with more of his abuse. She had old legal and medical bills to pay. She never had enough time to rest or enough money to really be comfortable. I always felt like I was failing them somehow. Now she saved up enough to move a little closer to work and in a slightly bigger apartment. I came over today to help pack, but never dreamed of what I would hold in my hands. Rocks and watermelon seeds in plastic bags with a ribbon tied to each one. A neatly written note was inside of each bag. Rocks from Maine, 2001. I can't believe Grace thought of me on her trip. Being remembered is the sweetest gift of all. Rocks from Colorado, 2003. 
When Grace looked out across the mountains, she fell in love with the view and brought part of it back for me. She cared enough to share with me what she saw. Sharing memories is a wonderful gift. Rocks from Switzerland, 2004. No matter how far she goes, she never forgets me. She could have walked away so many times. These rocks remind me of the beauty of the landscapes she can see and of the beauty of the friendship she shares with me. Watermelon Seeds, 2000. Grace bought us a watermelon. First one in our new home. Emma, Emily, and I decided to dry and keep the seeds. The watermelon made us all smile. It was the perfect gift for us. I hope one day we plant seeds of love and joy just like Grace does for us. That's what I want to teach my girls. The bags have been stored in a shoebox. On the lid, Caitlin had written, Rocks and Watermelon Seeds. All a person needs in life. With these, I know I can make it now. We're really going to make it. I slipped a watermelon seed out of the bag and into my pocket. Having it there made me feel very loved by the three people that I didn't think I had helped enough. I put the shoebox in my car to take on to their new home. Yeah, they're going to make it now. Maybe they already have. Okay, listeners, your challenge for the week. Think about who you can offer love to. What simple gestures can you do for someone that could be very meaningful in their life? Do you offer love that heals? Maybe you can help change lives one small moment at a time. Offer love to those in your community. Now, this story message doesn't just apply to to domestic violence victims. Offer love to someone of a different race or a different viewpoint. Offer kindness and loving gestures to someone in the LGBTQ plus community, to someone of a different religion. Love heals. Love wins. Thank you for listening to this episode of my Look to See Me podcast. If this is meaningful to you or if you've just enjoyed it, please leave a review and share it with others. I hope you can return for my next episode. Have a great week. Love you all.